Hey guys. Hey guys. Don't welcome back. <laughs> hey y'all. I feel like how many times can we say welcome back? Uh, <laughs> it really be my fault. No, it's not a matter of fault. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. It's not. Life has happened and we had to take a break. And y'all, when I y'all y'all remember when I said life was kicking my ass and I wasn't prepared. Life well, it, it won. It won. Yeah. It won. Um, we had to take a short hiatus because my dad was as we all know, my dad was sick and he became even more sick and he passed away on Valentine's Day. And we're we're still grieving and going through our process. I try to find like the highlights in this and like you know, my daddy always made me laugh and stuff like that. And it's so funny because I went through like my dad's phones mm-hmm. and like literally there's nothing but pictures but me, Chelsea, and Alex and like Aww. all the art pictures of like me and Chelsea was like, we didn't even know he was taking those pictures. <laughs> but there's just literally pictures of us throughout his phone. Oh. And then I was like, I already did, you know, was not the best fan of Valentine's Day. And I said, you had to. <laughs> You had to just knock it out for the next man ever in life. You're looking like, oh, she ain't never going to want to celebrate this day. Huh? No, not at all. Never. Uh, you said that he liked to be the center of attention. He liked you? to be the center of attention. <laughs> and the thing is, I had bought him like a Valentine's Day card and balloon and stuff like that. Yeah. And now, and Alex kept saying like, I want the balloon. I want the balloon. I was like, no, this is for your daddy. I'm going to give it to your daddy in the morning or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, you just... <laughs> I had to put it on in there. Yes, okay. I had to put it on there. Okay. My, <laughs> yes. We, uh, it was Super Bowl weekend. So he, it was very fitting in the end. He got to, his brothers just happened to like be on our side of town mm-hmm. because I live an hour away from where technically my dad lives. And his brothers were staying at his house. And so they called me and was like, hey, do you mind if we stop by and see Chris? And I was like, no, 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 go ahead. Come on. Like, you know, it's Super Bowl weekend. Y'all can, we, me and Chelsea had made snacks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So his brothers got to sit and they watched the Super Bowl game I'm together. I'm so happy he was able to and, do that. You know, they got to see that. And then me, Chelsea, and my little brother, we had spent the weekend all together. Mm-hmm. So we all got to see him as a three, like his three kids all together, uh, which was nice. And then the we me and Chelsea, like later on in the night, we realized like, oh, like, you know, you know, he's not looking too good. And we had already signed him up for hospice. But my dad was very prideful and he was also very much a still in his right mind. So if you said anything about hospice or nothing like that, he did not want to hear it. Mm-hmm. So I had to like trick him, to be honest, like of like, oh, this is just a regular nurse coming to check you gotcha. from the hospital. So I had called the hospice nurse and was like, you know, if you don't mind coming to check him, we just want to make sure everything is okay. And before the hospice nurse had even made it there, I went in to tell him like, oh, the nurse is here. And I just knew. You knew. I knew. And Chelsea was in like in my room mm-hmm. and the nurse came in and I was just like, I'm just going to let you t- like you check him and you tell me. But I had already knew. I got told my mom earlier today. I was like, I knew. When I went in there to like, I like went in there to rub his chest and like tell him like, hey, daddy, like, you know, nurse is here. And I just knew. So we, he had a great funeral. Um, 
everything worked out and that's all I could have asked for. Um, and now we're just trying to celebrate his life. Yeah. Um, so, but that is the reason why we have been gone is because I had to take a hiatus. I ain't gonna lie. Um, it's necessary though. Like, I don't even think you should have to apologize for it. Even now, you know, I mean, this is what a little over a month. Um, yeah, it's, it's been yeah. A, a little over a month, but, uh, and the one thing I can't say is my daddy, he believed in this podcast <laughs> and he believed he actually wanted to be a guest on this podcast before he had got sick. Yeah. And I really wish we had done it, but we just never found the time between him working, be working. Yeah. And then when we actually recorded, plus we were going to do like a daughter, father, daughter. We were, yeah, we were gonna do that. Christine's dad was also going to be on the podcast as well which would have been a, a mess with the both of them. I can tell. I you don't that. even know how we would have fit both of them on one episode. I, it would have been a whole lot. Yes. <laughs> I don't think we would have gotten a word in, honestly. Oh, most definitely not. <laughs> Literally, when I told my dad, like, he was like, Christian, I want to be, a, I want to be a guest on your, on the podcast. I was like, okay, daddy. He was like, okay, ask me questions. I want to be there. <laughs> And I was like, we not recording right now. He's like, I know, but I want to. I want. I gotta prepare. Shit. I want to. I want to <laughs> see how you ask interview questions. Go ahead, ask me questions. And me and Chelsea sat up there for the rest of the night asking him like questions that I would. Okay. We would probably ask like yeah on the end like podcast. And he was like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> like okay, I'm glad you can. Um. So, if anything, that's just going to give us more motivation to keep going and to do better because he completely believed in this. So, yeah, may he rest in peace. Yes, it was, it was, it was good. Um, Me and Chelsea, I was very proud of us because me and Chelsea were not technically the sole heirs of his estate, but like we're the oldest. Mm -hmm. So, everything fell into our lap, basically. It's been stressful. I mean, yeah. To say the least, it's been a very stressful few months for you. So the break was yeah, necessary. And I think that might be the craziest thing to me is that literally I moved to Texas in July. My dad got sick at the end of October. Mm-hmm. I mean, I moved to Texas at the yeah end of July, very beginning of August. My dad got sick sick at the end of October. So I hadn't even been in the state two months before my dad was diagnosed. Then once he was diagnosed, it was like another four months and he passed. So everything literally has happened to me within like the time span of six to seven months. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's crazy. I know we always say like, live your life, do what you need to do, you know, but uh, this has definitely been very eye opening to me because it was just like a, a blink of an eye of like, my dad went from like, oh, he thought he had a pain in his back and he had pulled a muscle yeah. in his back from work to them telling him he has lung cancer to them telling him, no, sir, actually you have stage four lung cancer to them telling him, actually your lung cancer has metastasized and is now has spread throughout your whole entire body. And it was just like one thing after another within like a time span of like every time we blinked, it was something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, we know and we've said it before that life is very fragile. And then when you lose someone uh, as close to you as you did, like you said, it definitely builds 
you have a whole new lens on life, on how you want to live it, the things that you say you want to do, you're going to actually fucking do it, you know? So Yes. It's just, I think it's, and it's taking me some time and it probably will still take me very much a long time because, you know, we came out here thinking like, oh, we'll get to enjoy a new state or Mm -hmm. city with our dad and stuff like that. And now it's like, I think it's taking a toll for me and Chelsea to realize like, oh, well, technically we in the state by ourselves now. Yeah. Like, you know, there's like, I could have called my daddy if I had car trouble or if I had something um, that I needed help with. Or just if I wanted to go somewhere on a Friday night or to go, he take me to dinner or something like that. Yeah. Now it's like, no, technically y'all are by y'all, y'all by yourself. And my mother hates it. She I hate it. it. Yes. If she was we nervous. Told her, before, we told her she was moving to Texas soon. I was just, if she was nervous before, y'all, she, she's shitting her pants every day now. <laughs> and well, yeah, because her two girls are states away. And yeah. there's nobody but you two. I mean, I know you have a few friends there, but I think she felt very comfortable knowing that your dad was there. Yeah, I'm going to say it's very different, which I applaud anybody that moves to a completely different state and they don't know anyone. It's not they don't have fun. Any family or they don't have any friends. It's like a difference if you have friends there, but it's very much a different if you have a parent there. Regardless of whatever shit was going on, I could have called my dad and he would have done something for me. Yeah. You know, so now it's like, okay, so you got to figure, you really got to figure shit out on your own now. Oh, you grown, grown now. Yeah. (laughs) And it also makes it feel like, you know, to it's just weird to say, like, I don't have a parent, you know. Regardless of like my, my parents being divorced, yeah, I've always been able to say that my dad lives here, I live here, my mom lives here, yeah. Or it's just it's just very weird in a sense to just think like I strictly technically only have my mother now. It's a very hard concept to swallow, um, and like I said, a month just barely a month. Um, I'm surprised that we're able to talk about it the way that we're able to talk about it. But give yourself space and, and time and an opportunity to get adjusted, Christina. You know? Yeah, y'all. y'all I, know I, I tried this is a workaholic. Today. This is a, I'm going to distract myself. I'm going to put all my, you better take some time. I am. I'm planning to. I'm actually planning on finding a therapist out here as well. Absolutely. It's on. I was just on um, Black Girls Therapy two yeah, I, That's where I found the girl that I want to like technically a t- like a go to. She does she does virtual, mm-hmm. so I don't have to physically go into offices. I don't have time for that. And then two, she's actually in the same city I live in, so it's Perfect. like if I did have to go into an office, you could. She's ten minutes away. Okay, so we got some damn sis homework because we need you to definitely follow up on this. Yeah. So See, next that, week, that is the thing. I found the person. Have I contacted them to make okay, a like? Well, listen, no, no. We about to give you an assignment. We the damn sis community is giving Christina an assignment to contact the her new therapist this time by this time next week. So when we I'll come back, and don't you lie to us. Cause I know when you lie, I see they can't see you, but I can see your ass. <laughs> so we're gonna check in to make sure that our sis Christina is doing what she needs to do for herself because it's necessary, Christina. This is a major loss. This is a parent 
you definitely need to take time for yourself. And you're going to have to speak to somebody that um, is, it doesn't, is like not biased at all, you know? Yeah. And she's older than me. So I'm like, she's not old enough where she's like my mother's age. So Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm talking to my mother, but she's older than me. Okay. So it looks like, you know, you could have, you have a auntie. You know, I'm surprised you wanted a woman. Like, you in, have some insight. Oh no, I men just men get on my nerves some days. Oh, so I, I prefer male professionals. That's very see, weird. You say that, but I want a, a, a. If I have the option of a woman doctor, I'm going to pay that over anything. I just switched over. Like I've always had like a male OB. I've always had a male primary. I just switched over to a female. Now my like OB and my um. PCP are both black women, but I was very picky. That is another thing I want to do. I want to know. I watched this TikTok and the girl was literally like, her therapist is black. Her dentist is black. Her main primary doctor is black. And I was like, you're right. Why would I not find a black My doctor? chiropractor, black. My chiropractor. <laughs> why would I not find a black doctor? Like, no, but like, why would I not find a black doctor? I'm a black woman. Why would I not find? It's so easy. Like, honestly, like a simple Google search and you can find and the thing too, so is, that is, yeah, yeah my like, they have the descriptions and everything. Like for me, like I want to get a feel. So if I see your picture, I, I want to be like, okay, yeah, I feel comfortable with her or I feel comfortable with him. And yeah. See, that was the thing, like on the black, whatever is therapy thing, mm-hmm. some of them have pictures and some of them don't. If you didn't have a picture up, I automatically kind of was like, hey, Go to you out. Are you? Yeah, I, I need, to, I need to see to. Exactly. Um, and then when I realized like, oh, she's an older lady, she, you know, I was like, oh yeah, sis. Black girls therapy. And it, it's, it's funny that you bring this up because I just told my cousin to utilize, um, them because it's a great tool to find a therapist in your area that is black. And then if you can't, if you don't want a woman, then, you know, you could just do a Google search and they do have like black therapists in Atlanta, black mm. therapists in Texas, you know, Dallas or wherever. Um, yeah, I think, I think you should definitely do that. And we're going to check in next week. Uh, yeah. It's I'm on my, it. it's on my to-do list. I'm right I would say we'll put it on my to-do list. of okay. things to do. Um, but other than that, everything is going well. Uh, we are going to redecorate our whole entire apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you come out here, you'll be able to see it. I got to get um, out there. Yes. yes, it's, yes, on, yes. it's on my list. Like you guys know that I'm on a journey of being debt free. And so I've been very selective about my trips. I know some of y'all saw me in Miami, my y'all business, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on but, a yacht. <laughs> oh yeah. It was so on a yacht. Nice. If you haven't did, if you haven't done that, I think that is something that we all should experience. Um, I thought it was amazing. Like I just took time to take it all in. I was with my best friend. Um, it was so necessary. That weekend was so necessary. But yeah, I'm on my my debt-free journey to buying a house. So I've been very selective about um, job opportunities and what's going to bring in the most money and very selective about trips and things like that like I'm even considering like we've been talking about like um on my journey to 30 and I'm going to be turning 30 in September and at first I wanted this massive party and now I'm like 
I want a house. Like, and this is not a goal because of, you know, society norms that I should have it. It's something that I just really want for myself. Um, and so, yeah, I'm kind of just leading towards that. So all like major trips, I've been asked to go to so many fucking trips. Um, I, know, I just asked you to go on a trip. Yeah, and I- you just asked me to go to Cabo. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah. And so I have to, I have to think about where I want to be, how I want to be and what my money's looking like, because I have so many books to share first. Okay. I'm not going to get on you because things have been rough. So I'm not going to ask you where you are with your book stuff. But you're gonna oh, get, my book list. We're Girl. gonna go back to your book list though, because that's something we that are, you want to oh, do. Jeez. Um, <laughs> I like, but like I said, I want to make a damn sis like Goodreads. So okay. I need you to send me your list of books and we can put up what 20? Because that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I okay. read this uh, this next this book that I just finished for the month of February. What's oh, we're not in February, we're in March. My March book, I'm already done. So so we can put up um yeah so we'll put up 10 books a piece so 20 books in total cool 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 cool. so uh, on your to-do list book books and therapists sounds like sounds like a good plan (laughs) books and therapy books and therapy we getting on to it um nothing really is new you know life is pretty damn good for me as of right now um um, start a new job soon. <laughs> Always happy for opportunities, newer, bigger opportunities. Um, I'm just trying to figure life out and be real transparent. I just feel super lost. Um, Girl, me too. I told Chelsea the other day, I said, is it too late to go through a midlife crisis? Because <laughs> I said, or is this not the right time? Because we already going through other shit. But you like- know, I think a lot of it, not that it, I think a lot of it is coming to the realization that we have options, especially when it comes to like the career paths, like things are really at a, a arm's length, you know, like I could reach and be in a completely different um, career path, but it's super scary for me. Like, I feel like I'm not ready to take that leap into something else. And so I have this struggle with my everyday work. Um, I don't know if I, I think I told you guys that I'm a social worker and, and that could be very taxing. Either way, I am taking a social work position and I'm just trying to rack my brain on if I want to pursue therapy altogether, meaning getting a license or going back to school or whatever. I haven't decided yet. And it's just been really hard for me to decide. I've been super indecisive around career. And so I'm hoping to kind of get my shit back aligned because I just never felt so, I don't know, Christina, like I've never been this, um, I don't indecisive and I, I'm an indecisive bitch, but this is, this has been real different. Like, so we'll see, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Um, so yeah. And we'll, I'll keep you guys updated on what I decide to do. I completely understand. I was literally just speaking to my mom about this because I think the opportunity that I'm in now, it was definitely, uh, I want to say God's will of placing me in Texas mm-hmm. so I can be with my dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it literally, it was like my sister moved and then six months later I moved. Mm-hmm. So we were all just basically just dropped into 
like the city near my like my dad or whatever. And I think it was for this exact reason because if not, me and Chelsea would have had to be flying back and forth from Texas oh to, to Georgia. And that would have never worked. I think it was literally, but I also think in that saying of like, we have realizing like we have opportunities. Yes, this was a better opportunity than the opportunity I left beforehand in Georgia. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, you could deserve better in a sense as well. Like you could, you know, your worth and like your eth- work ethic, like you deserve what you think you deserve in a mm-hmm. sense. And whether that comes from the career field I'm in now or something else is the question. And like you said, do I want to, I know I can transfer to a different career field, but like, am I ready to just. It is so discouraging. So I started looking at things that I have not one clue what's going on just to see, like it would say like, you don't need prior experience. So let's say something like project or product management or something like that. I've been listening to like a whole bunch of different um, videos and podcasts and just a whole bunch of different things on people getting into it. And it really just came to me really just not believing in myself, you know, because these people aren't doing anything spectacular. It's simply just going for something that they want and making a decision that they want this and putting in the time and the effort to reach their goal. And like I said, I don't know what is going on with me, but this is probably the laziest, for lack of better terms, I've been, you know, when it comes to just my, I don't know, career path. I was one that was, I graduated before, I think I was like 22 with a master's. Like I used to be on it. (laughs) And then I fell the fuck off and I'm just really just trying to grab it all back, honestly. Absolutely. Yeah, I feel you. I am as well. I don't know about uh, and literally, I just had this discussion because my boss just asked me like, "What do you want to do next, or how can we move you along to the next portion?" And I was like, "Girl, I don't even know if I want to be here, but um, I'm gonna come up with your answer for you." Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna figure something out. I, I want to secure what I do have because I'm not a gambler at all. Me neither. And that I think that, but that, I think that is the scariest thing. For me to say is because you can either take a gamble and win ten times over, ten folds over, and you, or you stay in the same position and you can, like it's yeah, uh, you never know, you just never know, you just don't know. Uh, I feel like which I think is a scary thing. <laughs> yeah, we fall between you know these generations where it's like. The ones where it's like you, you keep one job for thirty years and yes. and you retire and you we have your retirement. Working the same job for thirty years scares the shit out of me. I ain't gonna lie. I don't want that. I cannot see myself working the same position for the next thirty no, years. But I you can't see that? No, I can't you are that. right. We do. We fall in that generation of where we were promised all of these lies and bullshit of like go to school, get this education, you'll have the world open up for you. Yep. And we were also in the midst of the generation of our parents worked their asses off to get the one job that they stayed on for 30 years. So how dare you think about leaving a good job when you were afforded the opportunity to even get the job in the first place. And then it's like, you fall into, we're millennials as well. We've seen how the internet works. We know 
you don't need, you don't need no degree, you don't need no experience, and you could be making millions. I mean, I think Gen Z, like, these kids are, and I don't want to, they are, like, just, they're more willing. This guy is the limit for them, bro. Like, they ain't taking no shit. Mm -mm. They are, are open, and I don't know, it's like, I think like I think for us the millennials that we fall into this we knew oh like okay we knew the world before like technology really fucking blew up mm-hmm. and so for me I get very uncomfortable when certain new technology comes out and things like that like I feel like I am old as shit like my niece got to tell me auntie like what just give it to me that she was, she's so frustrated with me but what i'm saying is like they're it's so crazy. open they're so My brother open is to four and he knows how to work you yeah he knows everything he literally knows when my dad was like when my dad was still alive mm-hmm. and we had him it was the same weekend that the super bowl weekend he found something that he wanted to buy he was like dad i need your credit card for two seconds it's crazy to me how you four and you know you need the credit card to buy and they're asking for it. Like, I'm going to put these information in. <laughs> like, it's, it's all shit to me. Yeah. Now I get my gift. Like, no. my sister is today. She was like, I asked Alina questions that I know she don't know the answer to. Like, she was like, these kids don't need cable. So she asked Alina, like, what's cable? You know, just so she could see. Because everything is fucking YouTube and this and that. And, you know, all these different streaming apps. And so... Alina couldn't tell us what the hell cable was. She had no idea because it didn't exist in her world. You know, it doesn't exist in her world. And see, growing up, if I ain't had, we ain't have cable, bitch. Life was over. We ain't Life was over. How many times I'm going to watch? Come on and Zoom. How many? What you mean? You ain't got Disney Channel. <laughs> what, what you is- talking about? Oh, you oh. watching Arthur again? Okay. <laughs> Dragon Tales, that ass. Oh, okay. Ooh, yeah. I need the premium channels. Okay. <laughs> Not premium. Oh, baby, you was high class. <laughs> yeah. I was a fancy bitch back then. Too, okay? <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, so it's just been really, really different. Okay, okay, we could we could go on for days. Yeah, <laughs> let's actually. All right, so we're gonna read Reddit stories, y'all. Yes, let's um, do I'm gonna read. I'm gonna start my first one off, and then you know we know how am I the asshole stories? Yeah, ninety five percent. We y'all love are. am I the asshole stories. So this is a good way to return again. Return again. Mm, I'm sorry. I love that song, baby. That's a summertime jam. Okay, that one. That you one. Turn, you put on return on the back. That one's for you, boo. That one's for you. But yeah, so I think that would be a great way to segue into our return. Damn, sis. All right, let's do it. All right, so am I the asshole? I, a 26 year old male, recently found out that my fiance, a 28 year old female, has hid her massive debt from me for our entire relationship. I'm thinking of calling off everything and leaving, but everyone around me says I'm overreacting. So overall, so over the past 48 hours, my life and relationship has basically gone off the deep end and I need some advice. I've been with my fiance for a little over three years now. We met through friends and started dating soon after. I proposed at the beginning of the year and we're planning to try to get married this summer. Due to a certain worldwide event, we had to put off we had to put that off. 
Well, we all know what that was. We all know what that is. <laughs> Outside of the normal relationship trouble that most people have, our relationship has been great. I really felt like she was the one and I loved her, but it turns out she's been lying to me about her financial situation. My fiance has never been in a good situation financially. She never went to college and works as a server full time. This never was a problem for me. I went to trade school and make enough money to support both of us and if needed. I had I have had to give her money before to help her with when we were dating and this never bothered me. We ended up moving in together to help her in this area. This was never a problem for me as I really don't care about money. However, this week I found out that she's been lying to me about how bad her financial situation actually was. When we moved in together, my fiance claimed she only had about 6K worth of credit card debt. I gave her the money to pay that off when we moved in together. Okay, then, daddy. Okay. So that it wouldn't be a problem in the future. Well, it turns out that was a lie. This week, I found out she has much more debt. Over and, <laughs> 110K worth. She did not tell me. go to school. And you got $100,000 worth of. Who keep of, lending you money? <laughs> credit card debt? Girl, how you keep getting the credit cards? Okay, sorry to interrupt. Keep okay. going. She did not tell me this. I found this out when a debt collector called me. It turns out when she moved in with me, she didn't inform me of any of her creditors that she had moved. Even though I don't care about this money, this pissed me off to no end. I confronted her yesterday about this, and she claims that she was afraid she was going to lose me at the start of the relationship. She decided just not to tell me about her massive debt and was going to wait until after we got married. No, because. Okay. Then my debt becomes your debt. Okay. Right. For three years, she just decided to lie to me. I called off the marriage, and then there, then and there, I packed up and left for my parents' house. She called me nearly sixty times since then. I've ignored everyone. When I did told when I told my parents about this, they said I am being in, immature and petty. According to them, this is not a big deal because everyone has debt nowadays. And if I love her, I need to understand how scared she was to tell me. I do love her, but she lied to me for three years. Along with this, the fact is that she is so far in debt with become within debt, this will become my problem soon if we get married. Everyone I've talked to says I need to look past this and go back home. But I honestly am thinking of just calling her and telling her I'm done and we're over. Am I the asshole? Sir, um, I ain't gonna lie. You're not the asshole. Because I put it in reverse of like, if this was a man that had lied to me, oh, you'd be out on the street with you and your 110K worth of debt. Maybe find another way. I mean, another way. I don't. I honestly don't think he's the asshole, but I feel like if if this is a person that he really loves, he could teach her ways to pay off the debt to man. But this is my thing: like she, her lying for three years, absolutely wrong. I definitely have a ton of credit card, not a hundred thousand. Who keeps giving you credit cards? I don't have that much in debt, but I have a good amount in debt. And this is something that I'm completely transparent about. Like, I don't want to merge with somebody else until that shit is under control because I I just understand that I don't well, I, I don't want my my um 
what you blackness to, to affect yeah. my partner. I got you. Yeah, and I so, agree this the same way. Well, but she probably just don't fucking know, and I don't want to normalize everybody's in debt. That is not everybody's thing like i think we should really rewrite that narrative where it shouldn't be that way so i would say you're not an asshole but y'all could probably read total money makeover from dave ramsey together and get her shit together if this is like the love of his life or whatever the case may be yeah i mean i don't know i but think it's a bit extreme he wasn't going to tell him until after they got no, married which he well, then would have made it wow. his issue as well no. And that's super intentional. Like, I find that to be kind of... You know what? No, he's really not the asshole. No. Because for her to say... to For her to open up her mouth and say, like, I knew I had this debt. I kept it a secret for you. And I wasn't going to tell you up until we got married. That is That indicates to me that she was hoping that, you know, they would get married. He wouldn't know. And then her debt would then become, exactly. become his. But I think, too... Like him giving her that six thousand dollars was no help to her. As much as he had, he may have thought that was helping. All she's thinking now is shit. He gave me six thousand dollars that easily. I can get it again. But it's a difference between me giving you you five thousand dollars in credit card debt, and I can give you the money, than you being a hundred thousand dollars in credit card debt. That's not a like, yes, you could Dave Ramsey your way out of this situation, but that's going to take time. That's a lot of money. A lot of time. As where he's thinking you got like $6,000 in credit card debt. Okay, we can get rid of this and then we can start our happy life. No, but that's the problem. So like, that's one of the things in a book where it's like, if you don't, if you can't appreciate the process of paying this shit off, you're going to forever be in debt because you don't understand. If it's that easy for you to pay it off, then guess what? And trust me. I, I was credit card debt free a year ago. Credit card debt free. Life hit me hard and definitely went back into credit card debt. And it and everything this man is saying in the book resonated with me because it was like I really didn't understand the value of paying off this debt. Like it wasn't hard for me. I came into a whole lot of money. And I put that money in on on the credit cards and that was it. But like if I had to build a budget, stick to a budget pay off this debt and then you get excited about seeing this shit being paid off you would hope that you would keep it up so i don't think he's the asshole i honestly don't think he's the asshole um i don't i don't i don't think so either i also see where his parents were like oh people have debt and i would assume like if you if we both went to school and we're paying student loan debt baby that's a different subject like we gonna just have to like that's you didn't go to school though exactly you didn't go to school you are in thousands of dollars worth of debt. And then you was going to lie to the man until y'all got married. That sounds like a trap, baby. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's given trap. Okay. So we agree that he is not the asshole. I feel like it's a, I don't want to say it's extreme for him to leave. I don't want to um, dismiss how he felt about it because a hundred thousand dollars in credit card debt is a whole lot. And she was, malicious in her ways to not tell him but i mean like if this is somebody that you really really love i don't know i I wouldn't say like she he should end it i would try and help her figure out how to help herself and then go about it but that's yeah but she was also willing to lie to you and continue to lie i don't like that part okay fine shit he ain't the asshole 
and she deserved to get left where she at. That's what you want me to say, Christina. Is that what you want me to say? You were willing to lie our whole relationship about money. What you gonna lie in the future about? Oh yeah, but I mean, money is one of the biggest issues, you know. So in in a relationship, that's why I said I choose to be transparent um, around this time. Definitely choose to be transparent. Yes. All right. So mine, um, my 23 year old boyfriend and she's 24 feels he's entitled to part of my tax return because his wasn't as good. Did y'all hear that? (laughs) Sorry. Uh, my boyfriend and I have been living together for almost two years and we have things split a certain way due to our jobs. And when the other gets paid, I pay for groceries and the internet and chip into and chip into the other utilities as I can. My boyfriend usually covers the rent and protests if I try to give him a fair portion of it. Uh, anything upwards of three hundred, he won't take. But I give him what I can. Money is definitely a stress in our relationship. From from him specifically, whenever it's time to pay bills, he gets really angry and upset, and it puts a bit of a strain on us. Anytime I spend money on anything else besides bills, I feel guilty. However, my boyfriend spends most of his money on food. He buys breakfast and lunch at his job where he isn't discounted at all for it. He says he wants to make his own lunch again like he used to, but he doesn't. Anyways, we got our tax returns last week. She got back eighteen hundred. He got back six hundred. All right. Ever since we didn't even get no real money back, they really didn't. Uh, ever y'all need since, to put money together and pay bills. Be done with it. Ever since getting my return, he's been mentioning we need new tires for the car, honey. We need these hundred dollar window shield wipers, sis. Uh, get out and he was like, let's go out. But he want to go out to Hibachi on her dime. Oh no, baby. Oh no. <laughs> And I told him that I'd really like to save the money I got so I'm not reaching um, reaching the negatives every week like I was before the return. Am I the asshole? Not at all, sis. Keep your money. You know what? I, you know what? <laughs> Go ahead. You'd be dumb if you don't if you don't keep your money. <laughs> yeah, I, I listen. Hold on. Um keep talking on that because I, I want to hear where I want to see where this goes. Cause I I feel a little different about it. You, oh, well, sis, no, keep your money. If of anything, do things for the household, pay y'all rent up for the next month. But y'all need to be putting both of y'all money into that, not just like you put your eighteen hundred and he live with Vita Loco off his little six. No, uh, <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. That ain't never gonna work, baby. No, I don't think he's entitled to a portion of her tax return. However, I feel like he has a valid point and hear me out. So he's paying the rent. All she's paying is for groceries and the internet. And every once in a blue moon, she chips in for other utilities, but he won't take her money more than $300. What well, the fuck do you that? have? Hold on. But and that's what I'm saying. I don't think he's enti- she's entitled. He's entitled to half of her return. But I think that she could put more money into the house, like you're saying. Like, if you're not making enough and he is taking over a majority of you guys' bills Mm-mm. and then you run into some money, absolutely save some. But I personally would feel like 
where could I help? Or, you know, what can, what can I take off of you? Because I know that you pay this a whole lot. Like $1,800 ain't going to spread too fucking far. I mean, I think our, our bills come, if not triple that in a month's time, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, I feel like help where you can. I don't think he's entitled. However, I feel like for her to say, well, I want to save this in all of it. I feel like that's more if she wants to do it for herself. Like, okay, when the hell, if you're, if you're not paying anything other than internet and groceries, how much is y'all eating? So we'll even say they, they budget $200 a week, uh, bi-weekly for fucking groceries. Why would you be in the negatives every week if you only contributing to groceries? Well, and you didn't say what her job was and how much money she's actually making. Well, my, what we don't use this is then if you're not making enough money to go find you a better job. But that's my thing too. Is like I got I got bigger issues with these type of situations. Like I'm not understanding even in the last situation. I'm not understanding how these conversations are not had before people are moving in. But if you are making two dollars a fucking hour, guess what, sis? You can't live on your own. Like, but she's not living on her own. She's living with him. And if I come not going to contribute, I tell you this is how much money I make, and you say, "Don't worry about it, babe." I got just give me three hundred dollars a week. That's regardless. He's not even taking the three hundred. He not even. My thing is like, why aren't you saving the money that he won't take that you want to contribute to the to the the rent? Well, she might not be good with finances on that part. Clearly, she talking about she the negatives every week. What the fuck? But if you come to me and say if I move in with someone, which that would be the only way. Baby, if we moving in together, you need to be paying the rent. I can split rent with my sister, baby. I don't need to split you rent know with how you. How feel about that? Well, see, I can't even split nothing with my sister right now because she got a child. I, I don't think I could do that either. <laughs> but, but yeah, I don't. I don't think. Um, I don't really know which way to to. I don't know how to feel about this. Like I said, I don't think he's entitled to half her return. I do not. He's not entitled to anything. No. no. But y'all should put y'all money together and, and build y'all finances up for your household in a better Yeah, way. if it's y'all's, then yeah. I think it should be y'all contributing to it. So we'll leave it as that. All right. What's All right. Our last one? Well, sticking with the, the finance one. Well, uh, this is our last story, but we'll this one here. Home. These finances ones here. Home, what you trying to say, Christine? I already told y'all I was in debt and getting my shit together. <laughs> Girl, I ain't touching nobody. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so this is the last one. So I, a 25 year old female, feel resentful towards my boyfriend, a 27 year old male's financial situation. Hmm. My boyfriend and I have been together for two years and are moving out soon. So we have been slowly saving and discussing our budgets. I've paid for everything of mine since I was around 19 or 20. Even though I live with my parents, I bought my own car, uh, pay my own cell phone bill because they so young. I paid yeah. my own cell phone bill. Girl, you bitch is your phone. <laughs> what else would you be? <laughs> uh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I mean, do that. Like, we're supposed to give kudos. I pay my own phone bill. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Um, girl, like she was doing something. 
Um, because they are questioning me and looking um, looking at the numbers I call or text, so I, that's why I started paying for my own. <laughs> so, well, Goodbye. You got to be a child. You ain't no way you're 25. You said she's 25? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what you your cell phone bill for? Like, who cares who you texting and calling? What's going on here? Why in the hell would they be checking on that at 25? Girl, my mama ain't got enough time to do that. No. Who does that? You got to call the company, get the (laughs) Okay, sorry. You're doing this one all wrong. Okay, Okay. sorry. Okay, anyways, I buy my own food and clothing and et cetera with a full-time job I've had for five years. He is 27, only recently got a paying full-time job. He worked for his parents all his life, and it was not full-time. I know because I... Because I know when he had free time and what he did in his free time. Girl, what's that supposed to mean? <laughs> what he do in his free time? Um, Guess he wasn't paying that phone bill. <laughs> his work consisted of easy, short tasks a few times a week with many deeply, complimentary free, um, with many days free to do whatever he wanted to do with no real responsibility. Like it was okay for him to leave one to two out, one to two weeks whenever he wanted to and his work was fine without paying without him he didn't receive paychecks he they just paid for his life they gave him a car and he always paid for his cell phone and insurance he said that they always pay his sisters and she has moved out for years she's been moved out for years so apparently they're going to continue to pay for his cell phone bill car insurance car maintenance and etc. He has never paid for an oil change or fixed anything for the for the his entire life. I'm bothered because I feel like one benefit of having a life partner is having someone to bundle things like your cell phone with and insurance with. <laughs> I want to be and am untied to my parents and I want to have an adult life with him. But he says his parents get the best deal with their cell phone and insurance, and they would waste my money leaving their plan and bundling with him. She is stuck on this one cell phone bill that she pay. Girl, you think bundling your your cell phone bill is what she got Verizon? Girl, come on. You think bundling your cell phone bill is what you're supposed to do with a life partner? This is it? Girl, I don't even want to read the rest of your story. So I think uh, you are you gonna finish it or not? Yeah. Okay. okay. As we talk about moving, I want a garage. So he's mentioned I will need to pay extra rent if I'm the one that uses the garage. And if we live closer to my job, I need to pay extra since he will use more gas. I get really resentful thinking about the financial unfairness and don't know if I'm being untitled or shallow or petty. Um, as a person feeling jealous and viewing him as spoiled, I feel like I'm losing money because my own boyfriend is spoiled. I spend sixty dollars a month on my girl. Who you with? You only spend sixty dollars a month on your cell phone. Anyway, I spend sixty dollars a month on my cell phone, and I don't even have internet. He's a smartphone with internet and pays zero dollars, and it's certain that he will have this forever from his parents. I see deals when you have more than one line. That would make uh-uh, no. So I, would, I don't, don't want to hear no more. No, no, <laughs> no. Have to go to the specific. I would pay less than sixty dollars if I could bundle with someone else's line. Why don't you just get the two lines and then just not have to like that? I think with his cell phone, car insurance, and car maintenance, he basically gets over two thousand dollars year free yearly 
from his parents for things I need to pay full price for and get no multiple dis- people discounts? Is it wrong for me to feel gyps? Should I forget it and be happy with him for that he gets to save money? Is this a bad relationship sign that I feel jealous of him? What can I say to him? We have talked about it, but he's never offered to leave their plans and say how great deals and say he says how great deals they got they get that we couldn't get. I kind of want to make him pay rent part of my bills or owe me some money for making it so I can bundle my cell phone and car insurance with anyone. But that too sounds entitled and selfish of me. I think about money not in a bad or shallow way, but in a smart, practical way. I'm focusing on paying off my debt, upping up my 401k at work, thinking about retirement, thinking about how to be efficient. And I just feel jealous slash resentful when I think about how I can't save money by bundling with him on bills. And it bothers me that. (laughs) I want your voice change because you're annoying. Okay, let me tell you something. She's talking about retirement. This bitch can't even afford a $60 phone bill. I first of all, oh wait, are you? No, I'm not done. What? And it bothers me that in a psychological sense that he's tied with his parents more so than tied with me. It makes me view him as a childish and and I don't feel like we're going to have a husband and wife team effort ever when he's going to be a when is he's going to be on mommy and daddy's plans as an old adult the boy's 27 um anyway please feel free to say that i'm entitled and i can take it i just need an opinion thank you he says i'm a resentful person in general and i worry this could affect our relationship girl if i was him i'd dump the shit out of you immediately it is giving a lot of jealousy okay i mean she said it that she's jealous of him and his ability to say first of all if i was him why would i get off my parents line if they paying for it i wish marlene would pay a bill for me i mean she would if i needed her to but like she ain't doing it on a monthly basis no my thing is like now what i don't agree is with his cheap ass talking about she got to pay extra for the garage. Yes. Okay. Yeah. They live close to her job. And if you ain't you ain't paying for nothing, nothing no way. Especially if you're not paying for your gas. Why ain't that you're where you coming from? No way. Um, but I think it is I think she definitely should check herself when it comes down to being jealous. Like his situation is his situation and it is what it is. It's unfortunate that your parents may not be able to do the same that his parents are able to do, but I don't think it's anything to be jealous of you know what i'm saying now this phone bill mean more to her than her having air okay she talked about this she first of all she thinks she's slick by talking about bundling other bills bitch we only use the word bundle when it comes to internet <laughs> and insurance. Who are you bundling your insurance with girl like he is you talking hey, how about bad retirement? is your driving record that you got? It's too much for you to pay insurance by yourself. I am like, not married. It, uh, sis, relax. Relax. Relax and pay your $60 phone bill. And like Christina said, yeah. if you can get a cheaper deal with two lines, pay for that second line. Yeah, it, just, nobody actually has to use it. Use phone. it. Yeah. You just paying for the line for Pay the deal. The 
it's okay. I just but feel you, you like, ain't gonna be mad at me because my mama want to pay my cell phone bill. I feel like she was mad at the wrong things. Like she is, she's just jealous, and I, this goes. This can go into a deeper conversation. She is jealous of the fact that I feel like maybe she doesn't. He has a relationship that she wishes she had with her parents, and oh, yeah. I think that's what it is. I think she wishes, in a sense, that her parents were still paying for very much all of her stuff as well, which I can understand. You, if you have, or if you've ever had a friend where it seems like they get everything from their parents, and you've had to work from the very time that you could work for everything that you own in life, it can sometimes feel like, well, life ain't fair. Well, I got to work my ass off to pay for things. And then this person that is the same age as me basically gets everything handed to them. But that's just sometimes how life is. Like some people just have to work their asses off. Now I could see if she was talking about his like lack of, responsibilities because in the beginning she was talking about like how he works for his parents and you know he could take off a week or two and they still gonna pay him and you know it is no love lost you know he ain't got to think about it he know he gonna get paid and it keep it pushing now I would worry about are you gonna be able to work my first question you gonna be able to work for your parents all the time and uh, are we gonna be making more money eventually? Thank you. Because... Anything? Why don't you ask the parents? Can you get a job with Apple okay. Company? I can do this job better than him. I'll yeah. be here. <laughs> they doing financially well off, so why not let you? Hey, let me join the team as well. I would, you I would better... wonder if he didn't know how to pay bills, if he was irresponsible, if the money wasn't guaranteed, and y'all talking about moving together. Those are things that I would be concerned about. But he's getting money. In his sleep. What you mad about? Sid? The only way she mad is because he ain't willing to share it. It's yeah. not it's not shared wealth. You know, it's his money. Mm-mm. Well, you gotta, you got y'all ain't even ready to move in because y'all no. can't even get on the same phone line. No, <laughs> not at all. And if you think having a life partner is where you get the split bills, girl, oh well, we need to rethink, we need to you need to reevaluate more than your life than just I want to be able to have a, a cheaper cell phone bill. Because girl, your bill is only $60 anyways. Who you with? Right. And That's how you don't have internet service with the, the $60? You talking about he got a smartphone? What you got, baby? She said she don't got no internet. <laughs> no! She don't pay, she don't get no internet with her phone bill. That's why she want a bundle so she can get the internet. I hope you hear this, but Xfinity got a great deal. I think I pay like Girl, you could go with Metro. Metro yeah, but Xfinity got a great deal. Like I ain't even gonna front. Like I pay my portion is probably like $75. And I get everything. Thank Xfinity you. is it. Try Xfinity. Metro PCS ain't never failed nobody. Okay. No, so, not at all. Not at all. Ooh, you get internet too. T-Mobile might even be able to help you. Who she with? Girl, that's the real question. That you paying $60 and you ain't got no smartphone? She ain't got no smartphone. No, she said she's she's jealous of him because he has a smartphone. His parents pay the bill. How long ago did they make this one? This shit is outdated. And she does not have... Let me see if I can tell you. This Uh, was made in 2000... No, 2004. Oh yeah, it's been a while. 
How long? Nine years ago. Okay, I oh, ain't got no fucking internet. You ain't got no internet. Nine years ago, still was like, what, 2011? 2013, baby. No, this is still like, you... You still... Uh, yeah. My math is all the way off. My math definitely wasn't mathing. <laughs> I've seen them TikToks where the people be trying to do the math like online. I mean, in the TikTok or whatever. It's too addicting. Do I do math wrong? Because I don't understand how y'all don't get the answer this simple. Oh, yeah. When they be doing like, um, what do they call them? Quadratic things? Where like the, the three yeah. numbers? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And I just feel like, I know I learned math. So why y'all doing this wrong? Y'all didn't, y'all didn't learn. Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. <laughs> it's, Thank it's, you. I thought that was carry you like you you know you carry the zebra of the one now. Come on, people. People no. can't. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that was fun. It was fun. Uh, besides, baby girl, at the end, she had me stressed. Was, I'm glad this was. I, but you know what? I'm glad this happened nine years ago and it's not current. Because if that's the case, girl. I want to know where they at today. We might have been You think they bundled them plans? No. He definitely <laughs> moved on. <laughs> it made me snort, Christina. That's not okay. Oh, God. Oh, wait. So the, people have asked her questions down below nine years ago. So it says, wait, so you're mad because you can't be on the cell phone plan <laughs> with your boyfriend? She says, well, kind of. I want him to make, I want him, I want to make him pay part of my bills or Girl. owe me money. Girl, what he owing you money for? Did you not understand the premise of owing? Not because he's making more doesn't mean he, you're entitled to it. She's getting my damn nerves. Yeah, girl. That's fine. We that that was real cute and outdated. We could definitely tell that shit was outdated. Very much so, because I it had me nervous for a moment. I'm about to tell her. Do better. Both of y'all do better. Okay. Y'all fighting about the wrong. There's a lot way bigger issues in this world. Then bundle. <laughs> bundling your cell phone plan. I'm not gonna get over that. I'm about to harp on me bundling my my shit with my nigga. Nigga, you don't want to bundle you with me. Bundle with me? <laughs> the fuck? I thought this was real, baby. Thought we was in love. We was gonna okay. be hooked in your wife. Can we bundle on his hey, phone. You don't want to bundle your cell phone plan. Oh, good God. I don't know. I don't think I'm ever going to get off the phone playing with my sister. It just make, it's, shit, it's just working too well. I don't Thank understand you. why. <laughs> Who am I on the cell phone playing with? My sister. <laughs> I don't understand why we got to stop what we, what's working just because we together. Why would I ever get off the cell phone? join our line. We are. Uh, of anything, okay. we're going to make it a bigger family plan. Okay. Come on over this side. Come on over to this side. Oh my God. Mm, Lord. All right, y'all. Uh, you can find us at the Damn Sis Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, if you have any questions or if you have any stories that you would like for us to read so that we can give our opinions on or some advice, send it to the Damn Sis Podcast at gmail.com. You can find me at Christina.Simone on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at Imperfect underscore teen on Instagram and imperfect teen on Twitter. And we back. We back, baby. We back. For real, for real this time. For real, for real. For real, for real. real. All right, y'all. Bye. Bye.